Welcome to the Barbershop Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Odam Dev, and I'm here with my co-host, Julius Rock. What's happening, homie? Yo. And we got one of our old teammates from the FSU days, Evan the Rage Page. What's up, yo? What's good? And today we're going to um, discuss the NFL offseason. We got, we got a, uh, a little series about to do. We're going to go through all the divisions week by week of all the uh, NFL uh, up until the NFL draft, I should say. So this week, who we got first, man? All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, we're going to talk about the Houston Texans. Texans. So we know um, the biggest sign they had was when they uh, gave Brock Osweiler the, the, the Powerball Mega Man. So what y'all think about that? <laughs> Um, I think the kid can play, man. Yeah, do I, I, I think I think Houston did the right thing by going after a quarterback because that's one thing they really needed. But Brock Osweiler, uh, it's not that I don't think Brock can play, man. I I just think I don't know seventy two million. Yeah, well, they, they gave don't him let the numbers Aaron fool you deal. because I mean you got like trade costs and stuff like that. If, if they get a few good years out of him and somebody else picks up his contract or something like that. So, I mean, anything could happen. Don't, don't get hung up on the numbers, but the kid probably has something valuable. Um, and that's sitting behind Peyton Manning, you know, watching him and his mechanics on the sideline and stuff like that, seeing what he doesn't practice. If he was able to soak up any of that, you know, he's going to be valuable down the line as he gets more field experience. I think he should have stayed in um, Denver. That's me. Yeah, I think he should have stayed in Denver. Why? Why, why do you there's think a good he chance? Why do I think chance. he? Left? I think he. Go, yeah. go ahead. Go I'm ahead, sorry. Go ahead, Ron. I think he left because um, that, that's that's too big of boots to fill. I mean, you're not Peyton Manning. Nobody's Peyton Manning. So, I think getting out of there was the best step for him since he's not uh what you want to call like an A one star quarterback. Um. That, that would be way too hard to fill those shoes. So I think the best thing that he did is leave to a new team where he can get a fresh start and not be in Peyton Manning's shadow. I think he left because he was hurt. He got benched that last game of the season. You got to think, man. The man played, what, six games? All right, so you beat New England, right? You, you in New England street. You go beat the Chargers, you know what I'm saying? You lose two games, and then you play. You know what I'm saying? You, you keep the playoff progress going. And then the last game of the season, they yank you for Peyton and ride with him in the playoffs. Like, I mean, I football's think a team I sport, think man. That. It's a team sport. Um, what's best for the team? Peyton Manning couldn't play, so you were the next up. And then when Peyton Manning was good, he, he's got to go in. It's you know, you got to have an unselfish mentality when you're going in, and when you do have the opportunity to be on the field, you got to give it your best. You know. You, you just got to take it for what it is. Football is a team sport, so. Well, let me ask you this: What, what did you what What did Peyton do that different when he played? Like I'm just saying, if you look at Peyton Manning, the, the biggest the, thing the, that the, I the can next honestly three games. Yeah, absolutely. And the biggest thing that I saw out of Peyton Manning is the way that he handled his failures, the way that he handled not completing passes, the way that he handled getting sacked or, or dropping balls. It's I, I really think that made the difference. That that veteran mentality of um of living with his mistakes and moving on to the next play. 
Yeah, that's true because that's hard for a lot of players to do is move on to the next play because a lot of them you'll see still thinking about the interception they threw like six plays ago and shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think I think it could have been an Aaron Rodgers situation if he stayed in um, the Denver man. That's just me. You know, you, you got you got Demarius. You know what I'm saying? You still got the offensive line. But I mean the defense is a little stripped, but you still got the you still got Von Miller. You still got Ware. You still got Talib. You got Ward. You got Harris. Like you, you still got pieces there. You know what I'm saying? I, I to, agree to, with you. And I, I honestly think the biggest thing is that those are some big shoes to fill. And you'd be better off somewhere else. Because the first mistake you're made, you know, you're just gonna get compared to Peyton Manning. And even if you do something good, you throw a good touchdown, you know, Peyton Manning would have done it better. So those are two big okay. boots to fill. Let, let me ask you this: So, what does he do in Houston? And now he got he got Hopkins. You know, I said it's Lamar Miller, which I think was the best thing Houston did. Yeah, sign Lamar Miller. You got Watt at the end. You know, what, what does Houston do going forward? Well, Houston coming off of last season, if you remember before the season started, Houston with the supposedly number one ranked defense going into the 2015 season, and to how they ended, you know. They didn't end anywhere as good as they were expected to. So, I mean, with the new, with all this new stuff in play, it's it's kind of a toss up. So, no matter how good they do, it's probably going to be better than last season. So, I mean, it's honestly like a clean slate for for Osweiler and for the Texans. So, it's kind of a rebuilding year. Call it. It doesn't really matter how they do because anything's going to be better than last year. What you think, Odell? I think Houston is actually going into the right direction because they really needed a quarterback. They needed a running back because of the whole uh, what's my Arian Foster situation, and um, I think they need to pick up some old linemen. They'll probably draft some. Um, they'll probably draft a good tackle or something, and they need to. Who are, who are they corners right now? Because they really. Uh. Uh, two black guys. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, let me see. They got. Uh, I, I know Jonathan Joseph's still there. Uh-huh. And um, the cornerback Kevin, the, the cornerback dude, played for Wake Forest. Uh, like two years ago, he's pretty good. Okay. They don't got no bad corners. Okay. Yeah. Because you know the D line is handling things. So and that'll save some time. That'll give the corners some time to. Uh, what you call it? To you know to make some plays and make things happen out there on defense. So. I think they're pretty solid over there, but they really needed a quarterback to get the ball to Hopkins. I think, uh, I think, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be biased. All right. I think Oswala, anything's better than Brian Hoyer. All right. Brian Hoyer threw what, five picks in the playoff game? Anything's <laughs> better than Brian Hoyer. Okay. Like, and the bad part about it was the picks were like, he threw it right to them. Like he looked at them, they made eye contact. <laughs> you want the ball? Said, Here, take, <laughs> take this. So I, I don't know, man. I, I think what, what Houston won nine games last year. I give him, like uh, I give him ten. I think Brian Hoyer, like himself, has like negative rushing yards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I get the Texas ten game next year, man. Ten, off the gate, man. And that's um, solid. No, that's a to... solid number with a new quarterback, and you know, getting that's, that's introduced into a new system. I think the I coach. Mean, I think the coach 
can I think I think their coach can get them ten. Like you got to think they had a quarterback last year and they won nine games. Now, granted, it was all mainly defense, but you know what I'm saying. Right. I wouldn't call I this think, a rebuilding year for wins. them. Not a rebuilding year for them, but I mean, if you get a new quarterback and get into the playoffs with a with a younger guy getting introduced into a new system, like that's awesome because you're not getting a a veteran quarterback from another team who's out of his contract and you know, looking for a ring or something like that. You're getting somebody who's pretty fresh to the scene. So 10 games is that, that you got to take that. That's playoff. So. Uh-huh. All right. Let's talk about the Colts. Uh, you know, Andre Johnson's gone. Um, Cody Fleener went to the Saints. Dwayne Allen stayed. Dwight Laurie went to the Chargers. What, what do y'all think about the Colts going forward? Just everything that happened to him. The best thing that the Colts could do is buy a time machine and put Peyton Manning back in it because they've been downhill ever since that happened. He left them. Uh, it seems like they've been on a bit of a roller coaster. They did find some luck with Andrew Luck, um, who's a solid quarterback. But I feel like the team kind of gets out coached. You know, first they didn't have the talent, and then they picked up the talent, and then it still kind of wasn't good enough. So, I mean, I think they need a true overhaul all around the board. I think, man. You know, it was a, I think. Uh, I think they don't got no GM. I don't, I don't think it's coaching, man. I think it's just like the GM, he wants to outscore everybody, but he just not, he cannot stop anybody. And that's coaching. I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, it comes from but, the but, top. But from I don't think GM. it's coaching. It's talent, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you look at the coach's defense, right, who scares you that defense? Uh, exactly. Personally? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nobody scares you that defense. Nobody's scared. Like, Tom Brady, Tom Brady just. Like what was it like two years ago in the playoff game? He just handed the ball off the whole damn game. Mm-hmm. Said stop it, stop. Well, me. stop. Tom Brady also. You're talking about what the number one offensive line in the NFL for how many years? That 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 that's a factor into it. Um, but, but but if you look at it, like they just took a four straight running back, and and that deep and that offensive line wasn't even that good that that year. They just and they just said, "Beat me, coach. I'm gonna run the ball. I'm gonna run it, run it." Run it. Just ran it down the throats, like. And I, built, I believe like, that that's that's coaching. I mean, a good coach can take not so good players, and you you have to make adjustments. I mean, whatever they did in the first half of the game, like if you can't adjust to that, that's that's at the coaching level. But you gotta have some talent to coach. <sighs> that I agree with you, but it's not. That's not a hundred percent. A good coach can can at least change the way that they're formation or something like that in the up front to make a change i mean they should be they should have been slanting the whole time like just slant them guys they're they're big enough to get in the way but it's like if they <laughs> they cannot get there like, okay the, the, the best player the coach got is the quail jackson that is it they like they they have not direct like Vontae davis that's it nobody's scared of them too like if, if you look at denver and you look at the panthers you look at the seahawks it's more talent across the board than the Colts. Like the well, Colts, the Colts, the Colts need somebody with an attitude on their defense. Let me give you an example of the other side of that. Let's go with uh, the Chicago Bears when they had Julius Peppers, extremely okay. talented defensive lineman. Um, his last year with the Bears, he didn't do anything, and I would say that that was the coaching because they had the talent, but they didn't have the right coaching. So then. We'll skip to the following year. Julius Peppers goes to Green Bay, and he's like a man amongst boys because he, the talent was there, 
and the coaching was there. And that's just both of those equal success all day. So, I mean, but you have to make adjustments. The talent was better in Green's Bay than it was in Chicago. Because you got to think Erlach was old. Lance Briggs was older. I'm talking about Peppers himself, though. The way he performed in Chicago under um, the right defenses to when he went to Green Bay. So it's not necessarily just the talent. I, I, th- I think coaching has a big part of it. Even if you don't have the best guys on the field, you can still make some adjustments that they can be somewhat successful. What do you think, Odell? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's more coaching than like the actual players, too. Because you can bring it, like, what you call it? Um, wasn't the coach, like, didn't he have, like, cancer or something like that, too? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it still was not that good on defense. Like, you got to think, the first thing he had counseling and Bruce Aaron took over, they still was not that good on defense. Yeah. They just was scoring a bunch of points. Well, you know, ever since I've been watching football, the coach has never had, like, an amazing defense either. I think, like, hey, like you said, that goes like, to the gym. like you said at the start, of the um, we was talking about them. He just wants to outscore people. So that is true, you, also. And, and, and but that, I think the GM, I think the the, the coach wants because you know he's a former defensive mind. He wants to play defense, but he doesn't. You know the GM and him. I know they had some rumbling together. They're just not on the same page on what he needs. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 for instance, I'm gonna give a promise that, but I'm gonna move on. Like okay, like Cody Flaner, right? Yeah. Cody Flaner is going to the Saints. Cody Flaner has played more games, and you know I'm, I'm a Tiger fan. I love Dwayne Allen, but he's played more games than Dwayne Allen. Uh, and you let Cody Flaner go to the Saints, and Cody Flaner's about to get a thousand yards because Drew Brees is gonna throw it to him every time. That don't make no sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> but w- 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 what do y'all see for the Colts, man? Uh, uh, season outlook. What do y'all see? The Colts. I I don't see them getting back. This year, uh, I don't see them getting back to that AFC uh, championship run they, that they had made. I don't I, like you said they need to bring in some more talent too, but I don't, I don't, I don't see it. The Colts are going to be hit, hit or miss the the entire 2016 season. I mean, they're going to show up, they're going to play football, they're going to probably lose some games that. Uh, you would expect them to. I see them probably winning a few that you would expect them not to win just because, I mean, that happens a lot when, you know, guys with less talent get pushed to the, uh, what you want to say, get pushed against a wall. Um, they'll make some stuff happen. So as long as they can be a real team and and just not let last week affect how they play, you know, the following week, they can make something happen. But I don't see them winning more than eight or ten games. What's uh what's going what's going on with uh Andre Johnson? Where's he going? Uh man. Damn, I, I think know, he's gonna man. go Andre sit Johnson, at home. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going home, man. He's he's gonna be golfing. I believe that. Uh, let's move forward to the uh the Titans man. Um you know DeMarco Murray got traded there. I mean I thought that was a crazy deal, but you know and uh, they picked up uh, Rasheem Matthews, a uh, solid wide receiver for the Dolphins. What y'all think about that? Yeah, that's good. They're getting more, uh, taking less, taking more pressure off of uh, Mariota. So that's actually that's a positive thing for a, uh, a young quarterback. What you, what you think, Paige? Um, Tennessee is always that team that uh, I think. Well, maybe not for you guys because you guys are out that way. But I always feel like they kind of get overlooked. 
and um, forgotten about. And, I mean, they're picking up some pretty good names this year, so I don't see why they can't make something happen. I think, uh, personally, I think Ye did the right move with the wrong player. You know what I'm saying? They got a guy. Yeah, I think it made a right move for a running back, but with the wrong player. Because, you know, um, my thing with DeMarco Murray, man, like, if you look at DeMarco Murray, right? Yeah. He's overpaid. Uh You know, that offensive line in Dallas is not in, not, you know, Titans need offensive line help. They got to, they got to get their offensive line together to protect. They also, they need receivers as well. I mean, it's the offensive line. They got they got young receivers, you know what I'm saying. So I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be better this year because they they were young, they weren't yeah. bad, they were just were young. So I think you know you know how Jacksonville turned around when they had them young bucks one year and then they turned around next year. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna be like that. But I think when Murray man Murray, he needs he I, he done, he done had so many carries and took so many hits. Mm-hmm. I felt like the Titans could have either got somebody else or and then went in the draft and then got your back. And then you feed those two. You could have run a two back rotation, and then you know what I'm saying let Mariota run a little less. I, I think I think Murray is going to hit a wall, and the Titans don't need they, they need to have this a young group and you can ride with those young bucks. That's just me. I, I I felt Murray just is is too old, you know, carries wise to be what Mariota needs. Did they did they trade their first round pick or, or what? Hold on, what round did they? Nah, trade? nah, 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 nah. I, I I think maybe like a third or fourth or I don't know, like a, like a later round of pick. Okay, yeah, that would have been a good round to draft a quarterback. I mean, a running back like the third round, yeah, fourth round. Yeah, you could, you could have just drafted two running backs or just went in there and signed. You know, if you got Lamar Murray, I've been good with that because he's younger. Yeah, he ain't had that many carries. You know what I'm saying? But Demarco Murray is just—he's older, and then you need offensive line help, and you gonna throw him in there? No, I, I don't. I don't agree with that. So I, I personally think the Titans are going to be—they Titans to be like a seven-win team, man. They're, they're just young, but when they get there, they're gonna get there. I think it'd be yeah, a I agree. I agree. I think they taking the right steps into the right direction. I don't think they're like you know, you know, treading water or anything. But I think that I think they'll be okay. You know, in the future, like. But right now, they still missing a lot. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, you know, last one, fellas. Let's talk about the uh, the the you know the. The, the the big spenders of free agency, the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> blowing money fast, uh, blowing yeah, money with, fast. <laughs> for, uh, picking up Prince is huge. So, yeah, they got a uh, they got Chris Ivory, they got Prince Mukamura, and they got Tom Tashawn Gibson from the Browns, and they and they gave Malik Jackson their blank check. <laughs> what did they give? Do you know what they picked up Prince for? What did they give him? Uh, I think like one year, like seven million dollars, something like, or, or it was a one year deal. They should have gone more than that because I mean Prince, he's a pretty young dude, uh, twenty six. So I mean, he but you know he gets hurt a lot. I think he get hurt. I think like a little insurance, man. Let him play for that one year, see what you do, and then re up him. Yeah, that's true. That that would make sense. Yeah, you know, just because he hurt all the time, but. 90, 90 men for Malik Jackson made no sense to me. What's I mean that was just some that was just throwing money out there. 
What y'all think? I don't, I don't know. I, you think they could have got him for a little cheaper, or is that what he asking for? I just, I just think they overreacted, man. That they just overreacted. Me. That, that's just me. Yeah. Well, who else? Who else was out there for them to get? You know, at that level. Well, I mean, they need pass rushers, but nine. I don't know, man. The way I look at it, it's like ninety million dollars. You, I think they. True. They went for an impact. Uh-huh. Not saying he's not a bad player, but that's J.J. Watt money, right? That's, that's the money Von Miller's going to get. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, like, six years, Miller $90 million. Dollars, that's, that's, I mean, that's almost quarterback money, so. Yeah, Von Miller made every cent of that in the playoffs, okay? Word. That's Von Miller's check right there. So, so, I don't see why you gave it. I mean, you know, I, but but then again, I think Jacksonville are trying to win now. They they trying to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I like I like that Chris Ivory signing. Yeah, you know, I'm a Jets fan, so you know, I, it was tough to see Chris Ivory go, but you know, a positive thing he is a uh, he's a dope running back. He's a he's a workhorse. That's something you always need. He he got injured, but he he's not always injured, so you know what I mean. So he he does take care of himself. So I mean that's you know it's a positive thing. That is a good signing for them. What'd you think about the signing page? Um, that's pretty good. The biggest thing that I think um for the Jags was um Deshaun Gibson. Um, that that's that's gonna help them get to somewhere. I mean he's a young dude. Um, I think he's totally a shut down corner. So I think that's going to help them get to the next level. Because I, I mean, if you look at uh, the Broncos, I mean their defense carried them all the way this whole season. So yeah, the the Jags are looking good on defense, and and you know that's that's what you need to get to that championship level. So, so how many games y'all see them winning? I mean, it's all about it's gonna it's gonna come down to the offense on them. I think the defense is gonna put them in a good position, holding teams to, I don't know, you know, anywhere from fourteen to twenty-one points. So as long as they can put up the points on offense, uh, they'll definitely make it to the playoffs. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got you you're really right on that one. I, I don't know, man. For, I I think um, this division gonna come down to. The Jags and the uh, and Houston. So, I that's the So I I think you know I see I see them winning at least eight games. Nah, they're gonna win more than eight. You think so? I mean, yeah, they'll they definitely. Eight last year. It's gonna come down to them uh, and the Texans for the AFC South. So yeah. I mean, uh, that's pretty much the team that they have to beat because, I mean, they're going to beat the Colts, uh, whatever, with the Titans. You know, if they beat the Texans, then, uh, you know. But the AFC North's no joke, so that's going to be hard for them because um, the Bengals are probably going to be serious next year, you know, as always, the Steelers. And um, I, I don't see much for the Browns. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about the Browns? you think they're going to – 
Man, we just say that for another podcast. I, I need to take my time and, oh, okay. and properly do the Browns because the Browns just they just they basically changed the locks on the doors when, when at the end of the season. So <laughs> they didn't want anybody to come back. So you know we'll so, have to say. All right, understood. So then, when it comes down to you know the end of the postseason i mean as far as the afc championship goes i, I don't know if the jaguars can get nah, past nah. the patriots man but you want to know something though i was gonna say for the patriots podcast i want to see the patriots the one time the patriots spent money they won a super bowl uh-huh. yeah you know what i'm saying they got revis uh-huh. they got uh browner you know what i'm saying like, I would assume Tom Brady would about be 38, 39 years old. Just give him one deep. <laughs> I think it's more frustrating for the Patriots that they almost make it every year as opposed to teams that, you know, that, that don't make it that far every year. But to almost make it every year, that's got to, like, that's got to be horrible. Yeah. Well, uh, Ron, what we got coming up this weekend? Um... Well, we got a uh, March Madness podcast uh, later, you know, coming up this week. Uh, we're going to do the NFC uh, North and, uh, you know, whatever whatever crosses our hands. But for those, just be on the lookout for those two. Look out for the UFC podcast, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, the UFC. So we, um, me and Evan the Rage Page, <laughs> we're going to be doing that one. Um, well, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Also, Go to our website. It's www.barbershopmentality.com. Listen to our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes if you're doing one or the other. Also, check out our Twitter pages at theshop underscore 2011. And go to Facebook and find the Barbershop group. It's Barbershop Mentality. We always in there. Uh, UNC once. Everybody that's a Duke fan got the Jordan face last night. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah again gentlemen thanks for joining me today absolutely y'all got any Appreciate last it. thoughts not a thing <laughs> alright then yeah and, and tune in we're gonna be doing all the uh, divisions of the NFL week by week and everything so thanks for joining us peace out